everyone. Welcome back to Airviews After Hours. I'm Jacob Blazer. And I'm Tyler Mason, and we've got a familiar face on the show today, at least familiar with us. Uh, it's a guy we've known for a long time, former coworker of ours at Airviews. He's been flying drones for longer than pretty much everybody I know. We're excited to have Mike Welsh of Sky Candy Studios on. Mike, how's it going? Good, guys. Good to see you. Yeah, good to see you as well. So I know between the three of us, we've talked at length about how you, you sort of got into drones, but maybe just tell the viewers um, a short story uh, and listeners, of course, a short story about how you got into drones initially. Yeah, so I uh, initially flew drones for the Army National Guard, and um, I signed up. I signed up for the Army uh, about seven or eight years ago, and they offered me two two positions. One was uh, a generator mechanic, and the the other was a UAV operator. I didn't know what a UAV was at that time, but it sounded cooler uh, than the alternative. So um, that's what got me into drones, and I I flew uh, for the the guard for six years. Um, and just got me familiar with, uh, you know, with the industry and, and what the capabilities are. And from there, I, I started just playing around with these like small quadcopters. Um, the first drone I bought was the uh, Parrot AR uh, 2.0, I, I think is the name. And it was like 300 bucks at Brookstone. Uh, I remember, yeah, I was at the Mall of America. I was really hungover. I was broke as a total impulse buy. And so I bought this $300 drone and just started messing around with it. And it was, it was just super cool. I mean, it was, the quality wasn't good enough to make money off of, but it just kind of got me familiar with flying quadcopters. And then uh, I gradually worked my way up to the next drone was a DJI Phantom Vision Plus, uh, which was their first uh, 1080 uh, uh, stabilized camera. And um, once I bought that, I had some friends offer me to, Go shoot um, like their their 5k runs and um i started sh just shooting some small odd jobs for for realtors and stuff like that and it kind of evolved into a, a business and um yeah that was probably i started that back in 2014 and uh flying ever since i'm curious about uh, the the military drones i know like i've known you for years but i haven't really ever asked like the mechanics of that or what what it's like to fly those because with that, you're not you're not looking at it because they're going a long distance. But just how how different is flying one of those compared to you know a DJI drone, and what is just kind of the setup like when you're flying those? Yeah, it's totally totally different. You're not even in like manual control ever. Um, the drone we flew, it was like a 14 foot wingspan. It would take off off a launcher, and basically you and one other person are sitting in the box in the back of a Humvee, and you're it's almost all autonomous and you're basically just pushing buttons on a screen, making sure it's doing what it's supposed to and not flying away. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, it, it's, it's totally different. Um, it, it's not quite as fun as flying a quadcopter, but, uh, it was still a great experience just to kind of learn the mechanics of flight and, you know, learn about weather and all that stuff. Um, it was, it was cool. Nice. So we, we've talked to, or we'll get into all your accomplishments here in a little bit. But looking back to not knowing right away what a UAV is to, to now growing a drone um, production company, take us back to like the beginning of Sky Candy and Sky Candy Studios and, and where that whole thought came from. Did it just branch off of these odd jobs or was there somebody that sort of pushed you saying, hey, I think you've got something here? Oh man, that's a good question. I, uh, 
you know, I really don't know what fully propelled it. I think it was, it was a combination of, um, I had the passion for it, but then meeting other people in the industry, like you guys, like when Airviews, I worked for Airviews for, for three years. And, uh, that was a really cool opportunity just to meet other pilots and, um, involved in the community and um, so I think it was just the the collaborative effort of the the drone community and um, we got a pretty pretty sweet uh, sweet deal there's so, there's so many cool people um, so I think just uh, just having the connection with other pilots is really what would fuel the the drive to keep going and not not everyone we have on here is does drones full-time I don't you know outside of airviews I do some freelancing with Jacob but I mean, doing drone work is your full-time gig. What's, what's the grind like? And, and how do you, you know, what would you say to people who are maybe wanting to do drones full-time to, to keep at it? Because, I, you know, you've been going at it for years now and have kind of built a nice little niche for yourself. But I, I'm, I imagine at times it's, it hasn't been easy to kind of, you know, just keep plugging away. Yeah, I think in, in every business there's, there's times where you, you want to quit and you're like, is this even, you know, is it even possible to keep going? Sorry, I got to, you know, pop up. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I think there's there's times you'll definitely you want to quit, but I I think just just keep moving forward and and keep keep working, keep calling people, um, and you know doing it on the side is fine. I I did Sky Candy on the side for you know five six years. It wasn't you know my main source of income, but it was still like the the precious business on the side that I you know put a lot of time and effort in. Um, so yeah, I think just just keep moving, like regardless if things you know, get stale and stagnant and nothing's really happening. There's always a need for, for drones and, um, and then just getting better as you, as you go. And like, the more you get better, the more people will notice, um, and just keep putting out content and good things will happen, you know, keep working, good things will happen. I mean, to put you on the spot, but you said, um, there's always a need for drones. Um, what's the most odd job you've had, you know, where they wanted drone footage? Oh, well, <laughs> I'm trying to think if there's anything really weird. I know there's something weird. Um, I, the, I mean, the one that, that pops off the top of my head is when I got to drop a, a football at a Minnesota Vikings yeah. halftime show. That was cool. Like, that's a really weird request. Um, and I got to drop that from the Inspire 2. Um, that was pretty sweet. I know there's something weird. How about like it's not an odd one, but how about just working on the white jean shoot? Like that was pretty. That was pretty out there. Yeah, working on a, a music video was was fun with uh, the OKP boys. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was a pretty pretty fun song. We had a local celebrity, Chris Hockey, and obviously it's it's like a Lonely Island type bit. So they're making fun of themselves. So yeah, we got to go to Vegas uh, and shoot them there. Uh, went to Miami. Uh, there, I mean, we put a lot of production value into a, <laughs> a stupid video, but it, it turned out pretty. It turned out pretty well. It's still pretty legendary. I mean, I still, I still catch myself clicking on it every once in a while when we come across that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> you know, I actually heard it on KFan, the radio station here, right. uh, like a month ago. I think, I think hockey still slips it in every once in a while. That's funny. You mentioned that. I was going to ask about the, the Vikings football drop. Um, I think it was a preseason game, if I'm not mistaken. But I, I was curious just about the, I guess, everything surrounding that, the logistics of, you know, how do you do, how do you fly it in the stadium when there's people and all that stuff? And then how, what was the pressure like? I got to imagine of, of all the shoots you've been on, the, the pressure for that was pretty high. 
I was sweating bullets. I have never <laughs> been so nervous on a shoot. I know, I mean, it's halftime, so people are like half paying attention, right. but you still feel just like everyone's everyone's watching. And I actually, it was tough because uh, the drone, you know, obviously couldn't get GPS and there's a lot of metal. And so it was really squirrely. And there's a ton of cables around there. You've got all the, um, whatever that camera that swings around. Yeah. Um, you know, there's just, there's cables everywhere. So it's like, you don't want to, don't want to hit that and crash. And, and so actually the first, the first football I dropped, um, my drone was sort of drifting away and the announcer started counting down like three, two, one, drop it. And I kind of, I had a total brain fart and I just, I hit the switch to drop it. And uh, it was dropping to a, a high school player and he was looking up like, uh, where's the ball? <laughs> What's going on? And so we actually had to like re restock it and, and get it back up. Um, and yeah, man, it was, uh, it was intense, but um, it was still, still really cool. And I got the footage of the ball. I still drop it and I'll, I'll just send it and show you guys. Yeah, no, I thought that was a, that was definitely one of the cool ones I remember from the early days too. So that was what, two, three years ago now? Um, yeah, I think like two years ago. ago. Two years ago, yeah. So in this last couple of years, um, you've really evolved both Sky Candy and, and then, you know, um, the companies you've worked with since then. And, and one of them that sticks out is the, the NBA one you guys did, um, I think last year. Um, what's it been like just tra being or knowing you can travel um, to two different places for these big companies? Um, is that something you wanted to do? I'm rambling here, but I guess the main question is like, is that, is that something you really wanted to do was travel um, with your drone production company? Yeah, it's definitely a perk of the job. And like with Minnesota, you know, we can shoot, you know, three seasons, but then in the winter it's miserable to fly drones. So um, yeah, fly, like traveling is definitely one of the best parts of this job. You get to go all over the place and, and it's brought me, brought me all over the u.s uh it's brought me to costa rica i've gotten to go some pretty cool places there's definitely you know a ton of places on my bucket list that i'd need to go you know in norway and iceland and all these <laughs> amazing places um but uh but yeah no it's it's been cool and yeah going to um chicago last year for the all-star game was really cool um we got to got to fly some drones and work with the nba on that which was which was sweet and um definitely definitely one of the biggest perks of flying drones is traveling and just you mentioned the nba we talked about the vikings thing and i know you've worked a ton of the vikings um you just they're putting their preseason games earlier this year um you've flown for the timberwolves done some stuff in the arena flew in the wild arena minnesota wild um, nhl arena well, why is it do you think that um sports and drones are such a good mix and it's it seems like a perfect mix for you someone who's a big uh, sports fan a big minnesota sports fan too yeah, and I don't even know if it's like sports and drones being a great mix. I think it's just every industry wanting to be able to utilize these things. Um, so, you know, yeah, like uh, it works. It works out great for you know, especially like outdoor practices with the Vikings um, to be able to to capture you know those aerial shots. It's just it's so unique compared to what they've been able to do in the past. Um, so, yeah, there's plenty of opportunities. Um, and then you know, working with the Timberwolves and just giving a different different point of view has been cool and I think we're still just scratching the surface of what's going to be possible um with, with drones and, and players um you see these videos of like there was an Adidas commercial um with this FPV uh drone basically I, you've probably seen it but it's it's the most insane shot ever and I think FPV is 
really going to have a future in, in sports. Uh, so I'm excited to see that. And I've, de- I've got a couple FPV racers now. I'm, I'm putting in some work <laughs> because I'm a, little, I'm a little behind the curve on that, but uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get good at that because uh, I definitely see it. In your day, right? What's that? You're feeling some tiny whoops in your day. You got to, you got to. Yeah. Yeah. I got, I've, uh, yeah. I've been whooping a little bit, but I'm not like you. I mean, you're, you're definitely <laughs> the top tier whooper at our views. Yeah. No, I, mean, <laughs> I think that's not a false statement right there. Tyler, Tyler, Tommy, whenever we'd have those after work races, it wasn't even fun. <laughs> I don't even, yeah. I don't even fly the whoop much anymore, sadly. Like I, I got to get back into it. It's just, and now it's getting cold here too. So like the chances to fly outdoors aren't that you know, not that many anymore, but yeah, it's still fun. I'm glad you brought was up it? FPV. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just going to say, I was trying to remember when you flew the the drone through that giant donut. Uh, was that was that you flying? That was me. Yeah, we did uh, the <laughs> video for Cardigan Donuts. That's why I got the donut shirt for fellow donut aficionado, Mike Welsh. But yeah, that was when we did a donut delivery uh, video through them flying through the building in downtown. So yeah, the, the tiny whoop through the donut. That was Combining my love of drones and donuts, that was a that was a pretty good day. Yeah, yeah there is a su- surprising amount of drone videos and like delicious treats that you've done because we did. <laughs> we also did the Sweet Martha video. Right. We're flying cookies around town, dropping cookies all over town, and yeah, there's been donuts. So really, anything food related. Yeah, you've thought of. <laughs> Combine my passions. Why not? <laughs> Have have you done a brewery one? I think that would be the only one on the list, Tyler. I've flown some breweries. Yeah, we've flown uh, a couple breweries. Um, I don't know if Mike was on any of those, but we did a few. Not yeah, any I mean, deliveries though, like beer delivery. That'd be good. Yeah, that would be, would be very good. A little, probably a little too heavy for a tiny one, but it'd still be good. Um, uh, no, Welsh. I'm glad you brought up FPV. Um, you've you've also been working a lot with local production company Rally Studios, and have they seen? Um, the importance of implementing drones, um, like even Inspire 2s, but now even the FPV um, style of shooting into what they've been doing? Yeah, it's it's really cool to see local production companies start to realize how powerful FPV can be to their videos. And um, yeah, so they've, this company we've been working with has basically been requesting it on every shoot we go on. Um, so there's been like you know Polaris uh, spots that we've done, and it's it's like half FPV because it's it's stuff people have never seen before, and it gets people excited. So we actually had uh, the first Polaris uh, uh, video we did was with Nurk, um, and he yeah absolutely crushed it. Um, and uh, yeah, the, the more I, I watch TV and commercials and even like Netflix shows, I I'm seeing FPV shots, and I'm like, who who's doing these? You know, like. <laughs> Yeah, all these companies are realizing how powerful FPV drones can be, and um, I think we're just scratching the surface of what's going to be possible. I mean, you can you can now put a red Komodo on a FPV racer; they they come bind and fly like it's a it's like it's a tiny whoop. <laughs> you just fly a red camera; it's crazy. <laughs> it is. It is crazy. Yeah, for sure. Not quite as cheap as a, a tiny whoop. A little, little steep the price. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know that your insurance policy is going to be pretty good if you're flying you know, ten thousand dollars in the air. Well, that was kind of leads to what I was just going to ask you is about your drone fleet and the and different gear that you use. I know you mentioned the the early ones you used, and I think the Inspire Two is still probably a pretty uh, pretty big workhorse for you. And you got the Mavic. What what's your fleet look like now? And at at its peak, how many drones? How how big was your fleet? Like at the most drones you ever had at one point? Do you think? Man, it's really hard to say because I've got so many of these old drones that I don't I don't even realize I have anymore. <laughs> like the Phantom Three. I think I've got like three threes somewhere that are just collecting dust and i mean some of them don't work but i think at the i think the most i ever had was probably 13 to 15 
and I've scaled down. I think I have just six or seven now. Yes. Um, and, and, and yeah, it's, it's a good mix. So I've got like an Autel Evo 2. Uh, mm-hmm. I've got, you know, a Mavic and then the, a couple Inspire 2s. Um, and then uh, Jaybird uh, and I uh, fly, you know, the Alta 8s. That's technically J's, but that's uh, that's part of the fleet. Um uh, and uh, yeah, no, it's it's nice to have a good mix of mix of drones, and I'm always I'm hoping something new comes out soon because we haven't had a good uh, a good drone in a while. Is the Inspire the one you fly most, or do you, are you mixing the Mavic and uh, on a lot of shoots? I, you know, sometimes I can get by with a Mavic if you're just doing you know some basic uh, some basic aerials. Um, it's so and you're, if you're flying downtown, like today actually, um, I'm I shot a photo for um, Twin Cities magazine. And I'm flying, flying right downtown, and it's like you bring the Inspire when people are like going to work, like it's just a hassle. Like it, people, it's just, it's just a big scene. So, um, in that situation, flying the Mavic made the most sense. But I'd say I fly the Inspire too on like seventy percent of jobs. I'm glad you brought up Jaybird. I think we'd be remiss if we didn't bring up Jay. You know, our old friend at <laughs> He seems to be tagging along with you everywhere you go. So, but um, what's it like to have not just him, but um, somebody you can trust um, most time flying a drone, but um, and then also you know just he does know how to produce and stuff like that. But just you know the the importance of a crew when you do have a, a production company in a fairly new industry. Yeah, uh, Jaybird has been an absolute godsend, and I did. I first met Jaybird uh, at Airviews where he worked for a couple of years, and uh, he's turned into just this little phenom. Um, and he's he works harder than anyone I know. Um, so just being able to count on someone that that if you're going to bring him out to the shoot he's going to put in a hundred percent effort on you know getting the best shot and he it's almost to a fault where it drives me crazy where you know it's always like, oh one more shot let's get oh, one more man. shot like we, we can do this better and <laughs> it's it's so obnoxious but in, but like afterward you're like yeah you were right that was definitely worth uh putting that extra take in and um he's a bit of a perfectionist which is weird because you know if you met Jay, he's like a he's like a stoner kid. <laughs> you know, he, he's just he's just a crazy kid, man. But he uh, he loves film, and I think his passion for film um, just comes across on the screen. And um, we've done some fun fun jobs together. Uh, yeah, he's he's my guy for life. I don't think I'll I'll ever uh, I'll ever find someone that's as good as Jay as flying flying drones with me. You, the two of you did, it kind of went viral, at least here in the Twin Cities. You did uh, kind of right at the beginning of the, the pandemic when they, you know, the streets were empty. You did, I think you did the Minneapolis one first, and then you did St. Paul just kind of showing the empty streets and all that kind of stuff, and just kind of went everywhere. Um, what was it like to, to get that kind of reaction to the, those videos? Yeah, it was, it was sweet because we didn't know what was going to uh, come of it. Like, we weren't planning on doing one of those videos. We just happened to be at a different job downtown. And it was like, oh, it's kind of eerie quiet down here. Like, let's go get some cool shots. Like, maybe we can sell it a stock footage or something. And um, it just kind of came together. Um, I think this, the Where's Your Mind cover is, like, so just, like, eerie. And it fit perfectly for that that song. And, um, yeah, it was cool to see it resonate with people. Um, I still get comments all the time. Like, I think, um, you know, the, the Hubert Humphrey quote and, you know, listening to PA's call on the Minneapolis Miracle, like it just brought back memories. And everyone was in quarantine at that time. So everyone's super sad and bored. And just being able to remember sports through a video, I think was like a, a, 
a really powerful thing. That's probably a good way to get jobs too when your things are going viral like that everyone's seeing them, right? Yeah, it definitely helps, uh, you know, get the word out. And I, I definitely get, uh, um, uh, yeah, there's been some work that's come in and um, it's been helpful. And I actually, I, I have random people, I'll be flying downtown and all random people will ask me if I did that video. It's like, <laughs> what? Like, you ask every drone operator, like, they did it. Like, if you're maybe one of these times, they'll find the guy, yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But, uh, yeah, it's been it's been cool. And we definitely got to uh, figure out our next viral video. I don't know what that is yet. but Yeah, speaking of viral videos, um, on a much less serious note, you guys did this um, ice on, the on I think, White Bear Lake or one of those with the, the St. Croix dude, Boo. I think, what's his name? Uh, McQuaid. Um, McQuaid, yeah. yeah. McQuaid. Um, but that video, I think that was before the Minneapolis and St. Paul, and that one blew up as well. And then just talk about like um, sort of the the jobs you got, just the the one in particular you got off of that video. Yeah, so that was actually um, so Jay Jay's really into Lacroix, as you guys know. <laughs> this guy like lives for Lacroix, and so he's been doing these like funny ads, um, uh, just using Lacroix props, and and so uh, he created this uh, White Bear Lake video of this his friend the McQuaid skating and it went viral locally because the ice had frozen like so clear you could see basically the bottom of the lake and it was really cool um and Michelle Kwan the uh figure skater saw that and was coming to Minnesota like two weekends later and wanted to skate on the, on the ice and so we had the opportunity to to meet Michelle and and film her um and we we kind of went all out. We used this giant aerial light and um, it was, it was cool. It was really cold the day we shot. I think it was like negative. It was in the negatives and she was out there in like a black leotard. I don't know what, what it's called, but uh, we had to take warm up breaks like every two minutes. <laughs> so it was, it was intense. You've flown in some other cold weather too. One of the, the my favorite things that you've done is the uh, smoke, sea smoke on the water up in Lake Superior by Duluth. How cold was it then? Do you remember what that was? Yeah, I do remember. It was like negative 16. And which is, you, at that point, you, you kind of question if your drone is going to stay in the air. <laughs> you got to imagine like a prop could easily break off or you know the battery just quits out. Um, but yeah, no, that's uh, it's super cold. But fortunately, I had a good line of sight for my car. So I was just sitting there listening to the radio, flying around and got some pretty pretty unique stuff it's like my favorite things to film in Duluth so where would where would you say your favorite shoot ever happened your best project or favorite project however you want to take this um what's the most memorable one <laughs> man oh man that's that's so hard I, I, there's so many man, you, uh, I, I'm, I'm the guy you know, that throws puts you on the spot I guess <laughs> well, no, you know, I got one. I think one of the coolest, and Tyler was there, was where I got this uh, Burton T-shirt. Was the um, uh, Sean White music festival? Aaron Style. I forgot the name for a second, <laughs> but it was the music festival slash uh, snowboard competition, and that was sweet. That was like a really fun time. We got to live stream um, the the snowboarding and uh, got to hear some great music. Um, we found our love for bulgogi in Koreatown at Quarters, and uh, about that place. <laughs> yeah, we we went to some Korean spas. I mean, shit got weird. It was great. 
I'm sure, you know, Tyler throws some B-roll over over this. I'm sure he probably has some B-roll of the bulgogi. There's no video footage from that, I don't think, thankfully. So. Yeah, yeah. Thankfully, not from the Korean spa. I think it's an all-need spa. But we definitely, we definitely, <laughs> we definitely have. This isn't live, is it? No. Uh, <laughs> okay, <good. laughs> we definitely have. Some, keeping this in, though. <laughs> we definitely have uh, slow mo footage of Bulgogi headquarters. Oh yeah, yeah. I can get that to you. Yeah. <laughs> Just so I can watch it for my own enjoyment. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. Just on loop at your house. Yeah. So I'm curious, you mentioned your favorite project or favorite shoot. Uh, I'm guessing you've had some drone crashes or mishaps over the years. What's your most epic one that you've had that you can remember? As someone who's oh, flown for so long in so many different drones. You can blame James. Yeah. It's totally cool. Yeah, yeah. No, I definitely have not crashed as many drones as Jay. Uh, but, you know, if you're not crashing, you're not trying. Uh, you got to take some risks sometimes. Um, I, you know, I haven't had any really bad crashes, but the, um, there was one very memorable crash where I actually was flying over a lake and um, it just literally fell out of the sky. Uh, it was, I sent it into DJI and they basically just said it was like a CPU issue, um, which is like not cool. But um, yeah, I thought I hit a bird at the time. And <clears throat> I actually, it was about 50 feet off the shoreline. And so the next day, um, I, I went snorkeling to try to retrieve it. I thought it was maybe shallow enough that I had my, my snorkel, I had my flippers, and I was trying to swim down. <laughs> I, I couldn't touch the bottom. And uh, apparently it's like 50 feet deep there. So I, I wasn't going to get it myself, but I actually uh, put out a note on Facebook just asking if there's local scuba divers. And, uh, I had a scuba diver out at the location within 45 minutes. Wow. It was an absolute miracle. And uh, this guy was like a pro. I, I was like, uh, can I get you like some loon cubes for lights? And he's like, no, 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 son. This guy does like shipwreck dives. Like he had all, all the was equipment. He all these... <laughs> he's, he was scuba Steve. His name was Fern. Um, and he was this old, old OG scuba diver. He was the man. And he was able to find... My drone in 30 minutes he found both the camera and the drone they were separated um, and he totally saved the day he was the coolest guy ever and i was like man can i pay you you just saved me like 10 grand he was like nah man just buy me breakfast like, ah, sweet <laughs> burns the man that's awesome um i almost forgot about this so i'm glad i did it uh not only has it has your job led you to cool cool projects locally well i guess this one's sort of local too you are now a t-mobile actor as well so what's it, what's it like being in not only but using yeah. that word a little uh, loosely there oh, hot dogs or whatever were on the grill looked great <laughs> we, were, we were yep yep i know i got my uh if you, you have to look really closely and zoom in hard but um my wife is the main actor in it and i'm yeah. in the background grilling hot dogs mm -hmm. and um we wanted to make sure there was you know smoke coming off the grill so we actually had hot dogs at 7 a.m <laughs> which is when we shot it <laughs> which, you know, it's delicious. And uh, yeah, yeah. So you can see, uh, you can see a lot of uh, me and some other friends. We've been crowdsourcing all our friends for these ads. So uh, yeah, it's kind of fun to see. That's sort of cool though, to have like, have a huge corporation like T-Mobile say, hey, run with it. Not just get us drone shots, like run with this commercial, um, line up the talent and stuff like that. That's gotta be pretty cool. 
yeah, it's been a really great opportunity. They, the reason they use us is because they're so last minute with putting out content. They put out a ton of content and they constantly need pickup shots. And so we've been able to develop a relationship with them where it's like, yeah, you just let us give us a day notice. We'll, we'll source the talent and, and go get you, um, you know, some usable, usable footage. And so, um, it's been a great relationship over the last year and a half, just, shooting all these t-mobile ads and uh because i'm from minneapolis if you look closely every t-mobile ad has something and you'll notice in minneapolis so it's uh it's also a nice little tribute to our our city yes. yeah every time i see those pop up i'm like hey i know the guy that shot that which is pretty cool to see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah well uh, we'll be putting you guys in it soon so yeah you got you got our numbers if you need any uh background actors so. oh Definitely. i'm not background i'm i'm star I get paid. Yeah, you might be like the next face at T-Mobile, like the Verizon guy, but that face, come on now. (laughs) Yeah, Captain Rosita Jones, and uh, now we got Jacob Blaze here. There you go. I like it. Yeah. Last one I wanted to ask you is, uh, you and I have uh, little boys are about a month apart. Um, I had my my son Wesley flying uh, Phantom uh, briefly. Let him fly. Have you let your uh, your little guy take the sticks at all? um he he does love the drone and uh so much that he like tries to rip, rip the gimbal off of it every once in a while uh but uh yeah no he, he definitely has a passion i haven't gotten him on the sticks yet but uh it's only a matter of time he's young yeah he's got some time i give him uh, six more months he'll be fine <laughs> can you get your uh, part 107 at two years old um i think with a parent's signature yeah <laughs> I think it's all comes comes down to brains. And if Jay and I can pass that test, anybody can pass that. (laughs) That's right. I think it's pretty much fair game at that point. (laughs) Um, Okay. Last question I've got for you. Uh, What are your goals for the next five years? God, I'm putting you on the spot again, but yeah. What are, what are your goals, Sky Candy's goals and and really where you want to see drone production going in the next five years? Um, Yeah. I want to really focus on really high quality uh, footage. So I, I want to have a, a red on a on an FPV racer. I'm going to be flying uh, Alexa Minis on the Alta 8. Uh, I really want to take the the step into um, these larger systems um, to be able to shoot more, you know, shows, series, uh, movies, um, and just really offer offer a full range of services. Um, I think that's kind of one of the future. But then also like um, there's a company called DroneWorks that just gets to do all these unique jobs because they. Uh, they have the experience and the, the equipment and the know-how to, to make anything happen. Um, and I'd love to be a, a go-to player for, you know, flying Casey Neistat, you know, or like whatever, whatever's next. I, I want to, I want to be prepared for that. So um, yeah, just getting bigger and better and uh, by grinding every day. Yeah. I know we're excited to see what, what Sky Candy keeps putting out. And uh, one of these days we'll all have to get back out and, and fly together again. It's been way too long, but uh mm-hmm. Yeah, this is fun catching up, Mike, and uh, hope everything's going well. And sounds like you're, you're keeping busy, which is good during uh, during all this. Yeah, yeah, no, it's good to see you guys. We definitely need to do some more fly days and yeah. uh, get out, get out, rip some drones, and uh, eat some donuts. Oh yeah, sounds like a good day to me. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks, hey, Mike. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks again, Mike.